Got something on your mind? We do too. So wherever you are, whether you're walking your dog, on the train, or just sitting at home, let's have a conversation. Baka al-Badri is Bisha's twin brother and someone who has very interesting viewpoints and experiences when it comes to hitting rock bottom. In this episode, we talk about what it means to hit rock bottom, the role of self-value in those moments, as well as the stigma surrounding men's mental health. As a trigger warning, this episode may be emotionally challenging to hear. We delve into our own experiences on the topic at hand, making references to anxiety, depression, suicide, and other difficult topics. Our unique experiences are the only things we can speak about, and we, by no means, try to generalize any one person's struggle. And with that, we hope you enjoy the episode. Morning, morning, morning. Good morning, my friends. How's it going, guys? Happy to be here, man. Got to talk about now. Of course, man, of course. Looking forward to the conversation ahead. All right. Um, do I do I introduce who's who's on the mic with us today? Please, man. Please, go ahead. Actually. Guys, my, my twin brother. You're going to see a clip of him, and then you're going to be like, how the hell is this your twin brother? But my twin brother, Becca, is on the mic today. Um, so yeah, welcome, man. How's it going? Yeah, we're good. We're good. We have, we have, I invited him on because, well, he's my brother. He supports this podcast and we, you know, we always have probably the most valuable conversations together. And I was like, wait, 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 hold up. We're always just having banging conversations. Why do I not just get this guy on my podcast? So yeah, it's happening now. He's That's everything. Exactly. Where do you live? Where do I live? Cyprus. Exactly. Yeah. So basically he lives oh, in Cyprus. Oh, all the world. Yep, other world, other country. He lives, so he lives, he lives somewhere else. And because of that, um, you know, he he couldn't get on the podcast straight away. But since he flew down to London to see me for a little bit, for reasons we'll discuss why, um, which will be an interesting, which will be an interesting episode to have with you guys. Um, thought you know it'd be it'd be a good time to to share this conversation. What what is what is Cyprus like? Like yeah, you, know, so you said it's different. Yeah, it's, in what uh, way? I mean, when it comes to like. Uh, a system as in a government that doesn't really exist over there that uh it's 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 a very free loss everyone pretty much does as they please especially the locals and even as a foreigner you can uh, uh do almost whatever you want as long as you have um as long as you have few few zeros in your account <laughs> you, can do, you can do anything you want right yeah, yeah a few zeros uh, in your account very governed that well yeah. But uh, there's a lot of freedom to it as well uh, in uh, in that kind of system. So how you bring, you, you got some zeros in your account, G? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. It's a fun time. As long as you've got a car, because there's not really like, for example, like if you're living in central London, um, you want, you're not going to have trouble uh, getting around because you know, tr- public transport is very, um, yeah, just all over the place, right? You can go anywhere yep. you want using a train and a bus. Yeah. Uh, don't really have that over there in Cyprus. Kind of just need a car, and uh, so as long as you have that, you can go anywhere you like. Yeah, huh. it's, it's fun time. You mentioned you mentioned freedom. Like, do you think you prefer that? I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. The reason the reason I'm asking these questions is because you know we always start like a guest episode in trying to understand you know the guest behind the mic. So you know you talk about being in Cyprus, it being a bit more free. You basically doing what you want to do. Yeah. Um, is that something you prefer or is that something that you wish would change? Well, everything or... comes at a price. Mm. So like having that freedom 
is is only so freeing as a student because I'm a student there and I don't and you know because I'm a student I'm not working at the same time there's not really much opportunity to find work there yeah if you're a foreigner and uh even if you do you know you're not really gonna um it's not really gonna compensate much for the hours you put in yeah um yeah so but free I, I like freedom in the sense of I mean do you feel like do you have freedom of expression? Do you feel like you're yourself? You could yeah, do what you yeah, like. Yeah. Do you no feel one, like no one, no one there's uh, when it comes to it's a pretty judgment free yeah, like you know like political correctness is not the same as here definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can, you can just um, <laughs> people are pretty much just free to say as they please. No one really gets that offended when it comes to uh, even even extreme cases like hate speech. Yeah, no, no one really takes that very personally there. Uh, Do you think that's a good thing? Uh, it might be. It might be. Oh, no, yeah, that's sometimes. that's a whole other combo. But like, it's a whole yeah. other combo. But yeah, yeah. It's, like I said, it's a different world over there. Yeah. Like what? What's um, what people are so? How do I say? It? Uh, how do I how do I put this sensitive to over here, for example, okay. or how people would be offended by um, by certain things. Has to yeah, say, yeah. By what someone has to say over here is not going to be the same over there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's actually like some sort of, how do I say, there's some sort of adjustments when it comes to that. So people can talk a lot more freely, but like there won't really be, um, there won't really be any consequences for their, how do I say? Yeah. For their offense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see. Uh, I see. I don't know. I guess, um, well, or what might be an offense here won't be an offense. I, I get yeah, you, yeah. yeah. I get you. Um, I'm not mad. I think, uh, yeah, good. Just for just for listeners as well, you know, Baka, he's my twin brother. So yeah, just to give you that scope, we grew up together, same classes together. A lot of our friends also overlap as well. So we look we look totally different. We have very different demeanors. Uh, but yeah, we we shared a lot of the same things. Um, and like the good the good I, I'm gonna say it's a good thing a good thing that we shared a lot is struggle so we've gone through things individually we've gone through things together um and there are often times where that's that's more difficult um this episode is not about me of course it's about Becca um or about you know just talking about this conversation rather mm. I should say uh but you know I'm currently I think you know some some listeners may have gauged that I've been struggling lately and I want to normalize that. My brother's my best friend and someone super close to me. And he's been there with me through every moment of the adversity that I'm facing. Um, and, you know, I'm kind of in a point where I'm a little bit rock bottom. I never want to say rock bottom. I don't want to affirm that I'm rock bottom. And I don't want to say rock bottom is a bad thing. Right. Mike Tyson said, you have to hit rock bottom. Because there's a lot of beauty. There's beauty in it because right now, like I'm struggling with things I I've never struggled with before. Um, anxiety, depression. I I I was. I'll be honest, guys. You're probably you're probably like gonna hear this and be like, okay, um, anxiety, depression. Yeah, they're common things. But to be honest with you, and you you can you can laugh at me if you want. I didn't think that. I, I thought these things were a little bit arbitrary. Very, yeah. Arbitrary in what sense? 
as in i know they were real but i thought they could manifest by affirmation meaning like if you think you're very depressed if you think you're very anxious then you are but then I got ambushed by it. I didn't think any of these things. It just kept slapping me in the face no matter what I did. No matter what. I didn't put a label on it until I got diagnosed. Mm. Until I was told, yeah, you're, you know, you are currently suffering with clinical depression and anxiety disorder. Mm. I was told that. And I was told that <laughs> difficultly. Um, you have to, well... I'm going through psychotherapy and I got prescribed SSRIs. So whoever doesn't know what an SSRI is, it's a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Serotonin is not just a happy hormone. It's a balance hormone. It helps with all things. It makes you feel purpose. It makes you feel connected. And those are all the things that I've lost lately. Do I know why? No. Mm. Is this scary? Yes, I'm frightened out of my life because I just don't know what's going on with me. Um, but th this is this is just what I want to talk about today. I mean, I think, you know, it's it's a difficult combo. And I know there are going to be people listening to this and being like, man, I really hope, you know, like maybe out of concern or hope that, hoping that I'm okay or maybe a little bit surprised that, you know, this is, this is what I'm going through. Um, and it's difficult for me to get emotional on the mic. I love this podcast. You know, I always, I'm, I aim to spread positivity and this is a form of positivity I'm spreading to just tell people that, you know, I'm human. You're not just going to see the part of me that's always succeeding. You're going to see the part of me right now where I can't do anything and I'm struggling and it kind of feels like a rock bottom. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just really important, I think. And what the only thing I'm holding on to is I'm going to get better. Like, I don't know what this is. It's scary. I'm suffering from multiple things. I mean, as in like, not just I feel a bit depressed or I feel a bit anxious. It's manifested into like some sort of like delirium. I feel like I'm not connected to anything. I feel like I'm not lived the life I've lived. I feel so confused as to my own existence. Mm. And the thing is, you know, listening to this, you know, I tell my brother, I tell Rachel, and I say it gladly. I like, I you know, they, they maybe can't see exactly how I'm feeling because they're like, what? Confused about existence? I know because I, I've never felt this way either, but I'm just so scared because I just feel like I'm, I, I, I don't, I don't even know where I am. I don't even know what anything is. Mm. I mean, just disclaimer to everyone. It's upon the checks that I've done. It's nothing too serious. This is just a manifestation of what clinical depression can be because it's not just you're feeling sad or you're feeling a little bit useless it can manifest worse into things like you know you feel that things are things don't make sense anymore you're questioning your whole existence you're lacking strength in all aspects everything's confusing to you um and then yeah amongst amongst that of course you know you do feel a little bit slow um i mean i'm not i'm not functioning like i am I can't, I haven't really done any of my like usual daily tasks lately. Mm. It's really just me kind of fighting this, fighting this, fighting this. Mm. Um, yeah, bit of a, bit of a long one, but that's a, like, I just want to kind of address this topic today because I'm going through rock bottom and Becca, you just keep telling me, you just keep telling me, bro, you're going to be fine. He's not flinched. And that's so reassuring. 
because I'm I'm even at a state where I'm like, Becca, what if I'm just imagining you in my head? I even felt that way sometimes. Mm. And he's like, bro, you know, it's okay. Mm. And he That's said, beautiful. It's beautiful. No, and like he went to the emergency room with me yesterday mm. because I'll just I'll, I I literally, you know, this is probably too much information for the podcast, but screw it, you know, like. I want I want people to know that these are real life difficulties. This is what this life is. This life has its adversities and its difficulties as well as it has its success and beauty. But that's what it is. I haven't gone to the emergency room of my life yesterday until yesterday. Mm. And he was there with me and I was just manic. And my brother was like, bro, do you see me sweating? You're going to be fine. Of course it hurts me to... Well, what did you tell me, bro? Yes, I told him. Like, of course, it's gonna ache me inside to see you in such a, in such a state. But uh, as long as long as you can look me in the eyes and see that, that I haven't um, I haven't twitched, I haven't flinched, I haven't uh, you don't see me cracking, from <laughs> from emotional distress because it's a very emotionally uh, stressful time, especially like when when you see someone that's very close to you in in such a in such a painful state because it's basically uh they're basically just well Bishop was basically in a state of constant agony that's what it looks like right yeah. so of course he's my brother and it's very it's a very uh it's a very painful thing to see but um i would the only thing that would uh make the situation worrying is if you know if you saw me if you saw me in the same way, or if you saw me like uh, stress, crack, yeah. yeah. If you saw me crack, the strength of others, right? So, so just yeah. if as long as as long as I, I'm there and he can see me holding it together, then I'm sure he's gonna hold it together too. Mm. That's, that's the whole point. It's the strength of the people around you, right? And yeah. the people give you strength. People give strength. The support of others, the support of others around you is like. It's okay to to gain strength from from others. It's absolutely fine. Hundred percent, and I think in fact it's very necessary sometimes. And I think that's such a such a nice way of putting it as well. Like just gaining strength from others, whether it's their presence, whether it's their words, whether it's the things they do. Like you know, I think in situations like this, having knowing whether whether you could, whether you like feel the positivity that comes from it or not, but just knowing that you have people around you and like you know you can just you have people that'll be like dude whatever you whatever you need man got you i got you just whatever um like i think it's that that's a powerful thing like i think i think a lot of people a lot of people acknowledge that as well a lot of people um you know understand that having the support of others is important in these situations but also in general um but i thought i want to reiterate it because you know, in a situation like Bish just mentioned, and dude, that takes a lot of strength as well to say that. Just not, not even, not even to like, you know, the best of friends, but also just to the mic. That takes a lot of strength. But you know, the the support network is a really, really powerful thing. And absolutely, um, when you hit that rock bottom, you know, whatever, however you want to define that, and that's something I want to talk about. Like, you know, it's not just you on your own that's gonna pull yourself out but then there are cases where that does happen as well so there's a couple of directions which you know we could take this but i think one thing that i think is quite quite relevant to what we were talking about is 
you know, you mentioned rock bottom about it. You said rock bottom can sometimes be a beautiful thing, which yep. I think is such a is such a an interesting way of looking at it. But what yep. I want to try to understand and get both of your views on really is, yep. you know, rock bottom. What what does that mean, and how do you know that you've hit okay. rock bottom? Okay, like what, how do you like look at that? Okay, let's get into it. So, rock bottom is um, when you are in a place in a dark place and you don't see a way out. That's what rock bottom really is. Absolutely. When you're when you're in a when you are in the deepest darkest abyss, you do not see the light. You don't see an exit. You don't see a way out of it. So there's a there's a misconception when it comes to hitting that that place that rock bottom. People often uh, understand that there's this massive, massive mountain to climb for them to get out of it. Mm. That, that's like, I feel, in my, this is just my opinion, of course. It could differ uh, from person to person, but this is a misconception. In fact, I believe that when you hit that place, you have a choice to make. There is a choice to make. It's, a, it's very easy to understand in that when you're in that situation that you don't have a choice. All you can do is get out. But you have a choice to make. It's, it's true. You have a choice to suffer and increase your suffering by basically, well, just doing nothing. Uh, or you can just fight your way out of it. But when, when we talk about fighting your way out, it, it, it differs person to person. Of course, it requires context. What, what kind of rock bottom you're actually hitting, right? Um, but if I'm going to talk about men in general, uh, finding your way out is finding purpose. And it's not going to be easy to find that purpose because you're going to be in a place where you're purposeless. Yeah. Okay. And it doesn't matter whether you need someone to to beat that into your head and remind you day in day out that you have purpose but it's never going to work until you help yourself kind of you have to pull yourself out you have to understand that things need to get done whether you're feeling this way or not and life is going to move on whether you like it or not now i just want to like button there as well i mean we're, we're kind of going to get into the because you, you mentioned specifically for men, because we're men on yeah. this podcast, and we're men sharing the mic. I mean, it's, you know, it's maybe, maybe I, I don't want to say like the approaches are entirely different, but there are differences. Because with men, you know, yeah, there is like a lack of purpose, a lack of, you know, we we maybe less feel the need to be accepted. I'm not generalizing for all men. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we want, we want purpose. We want to feel useful. Yeah. And I'm in a point right now where I don't. You know, I feel like I'm leeching off. I mean, of course, my friends are going to be like, no, you're not leeching off us. And, you know, what you said is so powerful. Like, I'm drawing strength from my loved ones. Yeah. Yesterday, I just broke silence and I told my friends, I'm like, guys, it's getting a little bit bad. Mm-hmm. Um, And I had one of my friends, you know, bless her. She just came over and just hugged me for two hours and talked to me and made sure I was, you know, just sat there for as long as I needed. And I kept saying, listen, you can go. She was like, no. I'm not going. I'm here for you, um, and I wanna I wanna kind of like touch on how this has been making me feel as well. Like so, I mean, but I don't want to diverge too much. But I kind of want to just agree with that's my definition of rock bottom as well. Because um, 
that's what Raphael was asking, you know, kind of how we see rock bottom. Because I am in that place, you know, I can't currently, to be honest with you, I can't see a way out. I can't see it. That doesn't mean it's not there. Of course. I have belief. I believe in God. I believe in, I, I, I believe in, you know, I believe in God. I'm Muslim. I've talked about this in the podcast before. That keeps me going. I know this is, you know, I know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I maybe just can't see it right now. Yep. And I'm okay with that. Um... And that's, you know, that, that's kind of what it feels like. And I just, I kind of want to talk about how from like, even as a man, like just how, how this made me feel, I'm not supposed to feel this way. And I'm, I like that there's kind of, you know, there's work around defeating the stigma or, you know, just work around like, you know, maybe, maybe helping men more, but I felt weak. I felt yeah. weak because I mean, back, I agree with you hundred percent, you know, with the purpose thing, men should have purpose. Yep. We have purpose. And I'm not saying women shouldn't have purpose. I just want to be, you know, I just want to make that very clear. Um, there's no, 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 I'm not. I just want to make that clear. But, um, you know, there's a need for us to have purpose. And I feel like the when the purpose goes, everything just crumbles. Yes. Absolutely. And that's what it feels like. I just, I've, I got in a spot where I'm like, I just feel like I'm stuck in a ditch. And it doesn't help that, like, you know, whatever I'm doing, just, you know, this is one way to put it doesn't have a large return mm. yep there's there's two things i wanted to i want to mention here yeah you know both of you talk about this idea of you know trying to find purpose and feeling purposeless yeah. moments where you when you you hit rock bottom and i yeah. think one thing that rings out to me when both of you say that is sometimes you know i think when people especially in like the self-development self-help world hear this term finding your purpose it seems like this big almighty thing that you know, it takes your whole life to, yeah. you know, figure out. Yeah. Um, but in, I think in this particular scenario, if I'm not mistaken, finding your purpose doesn't have to necessarily be this like big divine not thing. Not right? No, no, like, not at all. Like, you know, I think about right now, okay, there's two things. One is, what's my purpose right now? And I can say like, honestly, my purpose is just like, you know, being the best son, the best brother, the best like, friend I can Absolutely. be to those around me right yep. and like that may sound a bit like cringy and people may be like oh, a bit like I've heard this like several hundred times in my life but I think I think it's worth stressing that purpose isn't necessarily this like big thing and in, in moment in moments where you feel you like you've hit a rock yeah. bottom, I think it comes from a place of like I don't know why like if I were to drop off the face of the earth for like whatever reason like I feel like the purpose isn't there so that that would have an impact on anything and anyone, right? I think purposeless can be seen in that way, at least in my eyes, right? Yeah. What's a good perspective? I mean, I kind of want to, I kind of want to say like, when I say what I was thinking about what I said as well and how that links to what you just said about, you know, the impact that that has on people, even if it affects one person, that has an impact. Mm. Okay. It doesn't, you don't have to be, um, you know, you don't have to be a famous person that's on TV and everyone can see you. It's not about that. It's not about attention. That's kind of a different thing. Purpose can be on the micro scale. Yeah. There's just little things you do, like feed the feed the hungry cat on the street. Speak, you know, be there for your friends. Hold the door open for that, that guy holding like several hundred bags. Exactly. And like, I was watering your plants. Watering your plants. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's, that's actually a good one. Um, 
and I was just thinking about what I said. I said like, oh, this is such like I feel like everything I'm doing is low return, and I want to take that back a little bit, and I want to say, no, it's not. I'm trying my best. I'm fighting, and this yep. is scary, and this is unusual, and I I feel lost, and it does feel like rock bottom. But this is the best kind of re- this is the most high return activity I can do. Doing well for myself, so I can be there for others. Because I can't, to be honest with you, I'm not in a position where I can be there for others. Mm. It's fine. And that's fine. Yeah, exactly. I think it's worth noting Not everyone can be that all the time. Yeah. It's worth noting that as well, right? Like, a lot of people talk about this idea of, like, I think we've spoken about this before as well, of, you know, you you can't, like, pour other people water if your cup is empty, right? Or, like, you know, you want to be there for yourself first. And, like, you know, back at you, you were saying as well, like, it does come... It, it comes from like help you helping yourself first yeah, and foremost, yeah, right? Yeah. And yes, like other people can like be there in that in that journey and be there to support you. Yes. As I mentioned before, but it does come from yourself and how you view your idea of your meaning and your value in you know this earth, right? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of means for spiritual comforts and and yeah, spiritual healing and comfort when it comes to. Um, drawing other people in to to you know to to comfort you in the in these kind of in these times yeah right uh and that and it's very helpful don't get me wrong especially like uh us as men like the this may this, i don't know this probably sounds a bit new to you but like it's a lot different especially like when uh we receive this kind of energy from female friends or loved ones that are that are females right it's it's a lot of it's a different very nurturing energy that we gain from them so it's very spiritually no, ab- absolutely no yeah, i yeah, yeah. i agree with this shout out to all the women out there yeah, you know, you're, yeah shout out no, because you're like to be honest that comes actually from a natural perspective i mean we're not mothers yeah exactly the exactly. mother is the most beautiful most nurturing thing that we we see yep yep right mothers um, sisters female friends uh girlfriends wives whatever yeah uh, there's a lot of um uh, how do i say it? It, it, it kind of lights up a happy place inside you i can especially I can, yeah, when, you, when you're really yeah. in that place yeah, yeah. but shout out mum. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. i'll tell you something yeah uh, when it comes to really digging yourself out of that situation okay as in in the long run and not coming and not going back there again that is in my opinion solely and completely and absolutely on you yeah uh when it comes to really uh finishing the job other people don't do that for you other I people can never do that for you it's not that other people don't they can't even if they wanted to even if they tried their hardest yeah. it doesn't matter as long as you, if you don't have any intention to help yourself uh the, you know it's it's not going to get you anywhere it's going to be very temporary it's going to be a very temporary relief it's going to be a very temporary uh solution you might even feel good for a, a few hours, a few days, maybe even a few weeks. But uh, if you did not find your way out of the deepest, darkest pit, mm. okay, and by doing that, you have to, you have to kind of do, even at a time like that, you have to do what's uncomfortable. You have to do what you probably, in your head, you think would damage you more. Because in, in when you're in that spot, you would think, if I just do more work, if I do what I'm supposed to do right now, is not going to be uh, beneficial to me. And in terms of uh, my mental health, uh, 
but I think that's that's just a misconception because us, especially us as men, when it comes to us being weak, this is the most damaging thing for us is being weak, mm. right? Uh, and and to kind of fuel that weakness is going to prolong the situation. How do you fuel that weakness? By by, by just kind of uh, putting yourself in this bubble and saying that I don't need to do anything as long as as long as you know I just get better. Like you basically just you're you're stationary, and you believe you're gonna get better while you're stationary. Mm. And look, this may work for some people. Mm. It may. I'm I'm just saying that I haven't seen it, but it may it may work for some people. Yeah. Uh. But I think the the rate of efficacy is not is not yeah. going to be that yeah I mean I have, that prominent. I just wanted to say on that as well. I think like you know it's worth mentioning that you know there's there's two things. There's a balance between you know the support from others as we mentioned before yeah. and accountability on yourself Absolutely. for you to like yeah. you know at the end of the day actions that you need to take to sort of you know dig yourself out of this like rock bottom. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes you know your friends can help you with that, right? Sometimes your friends could come from a place of like you know, like oh, you want to like talk to this person about this, like you know, we can help you. Like you know, yes. Bishop, Bishop called me yesterday and he was like you know talking about some like things he wants to do to like you know actionable things that he wants to do like to put himself first. And I was and I was like you know, dude, me, your friends, like if you need help getting that information, if you need help talking to these people, like we got you, right? And that is one thing, but that needs to also be balanced with this fact of like you can't just do stuff because you're being told to do it you know like it has to come from a place of like i want to do this i like i have the motivation to you know to do this work or whatever action you want to take yes um action is is is, is necessary yeah action is necessary action you, you cannot be stationary and expect yeah. to and expect to recover yeah i can't agree with that more yeah action well, well i mean this is the second thing i want to talk about right action is necessary but action is also hard work right it is it is uncomfortable it's, it's always comfortable it's hard it's not always comfortable yeah and actually the more uncomfortable it is in my opinion the more beneficial it's going to be yeah no for sure and, and i think you know i i made a realization like a couple of months ago i may have said on the podcast i may have not but i think you know the reason I think what shows that it's such hard work is the fact that a lot of people think that they're in a weak position and they don't do anything. And, you know, that may not make sense to like the outside, the, the outside pers the person, right? The outside perspective. But I think one thing that I realized is a lot of the time people don't do anything because even if they're in an uncomfortable position, them actually trying to do something to change that narrative is more uncomfortable. So... They don't do anything because even if they're uncomfortable, they're comfortable in the fact that they are uncomfortable. This is like th this is yeah. like a yeah yeah an yeah. environment. That it's hard to even imagine, but yeah, it's, this is this is true. I I mean I'm gonna get behind that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I can I can second that point. Yeah, you thinking that uh, when you're in that spot, you're thinking that uh, you putting yourself in another uncomfortable situation will make it worse for you is all in your head, mm. because when you get through that obstacle, when you get through that barricade. Yeah, when you break that 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 ceiling, mm. okay, you understand something about yourself. So that's what I that's what I mean when I said in the beginning that you have a choice to make. Mm. That's your choice. Your choice is your choice is to are, are you willing to put in that effort to break that ups to break that barrier? It's a barrier. It's it's a, it's a thick, it's a rigid wall, 
in front of you. Okay. And it's saying basically, are you willing to actually, uh, put yourself in a tougher situation, even though you're in the toughest situation of your life? Yeah. If you're willing to make that choice, only good things are going to come. Only good things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'm not, absolutely, I'm not invalidating like, uh, again, just having a very strong support group and people, uh, comforting you and, and people, uh, people to talk to all the time. I can say that gives you the, you know, to get to that extra uncomfortable spot, as you're saying. So like, yeah. I'll be honest guys, <laughs> I'm very, I, I know like there are some people listening to this podcast and they're like, oh, SSRI, I've taken that before. I'm scared. Mm. Yep. I'm That's scared fine. of my own brain. Like I'm scared of everything, but I'm like, do you know what I need to? That's what I need to do. You know, that's just what I need to do. Sometimes you go with my nope. <laughs> right. I mean, and here's the thing, just to disclaimer with, I mean, I want to, I want to talk about this too. Like when you say man up, yeah. like that's not to say, don't, that's not to say like invalidate your feelings. No. I want to kind of, I want to, face face I want to like, yeah, this is what I want to jump into as well, because like men's mental health, because when I got prescribed, when I got prescribed this medicine, when I'm like a senior therapist, I felt weak. I mean, I mentioned that before and I could feel the stigma as soon as the, the psychiatrist in the emergency room said, okay, we need to put you on SSRIs. And I'm like, oh, no. I've lost as a man. I felt that. That was my first. I felt defeated. I felt defeated. And I want to share that. That's the first thing I felt. And probably people are listening and they're like, why does that even matter? No, it it doesn't. Like, it doesn't matter. Because I think that it's a stronger thing to sit there and say, you know what? I want to get better. Yep. I just want to give a slight trigger warning. They asked me, are you suicidal? And I said, quite frankly, the exact opposite. Yeah. I'm desperate for life. Yeah, I'm not. I have the. I'm desperate to just get through this. I don't know what it is. It's scary. I feel like I'm losing my mind. That alone will get you through. That will survive alone will get you through. Yeah, I mean, I've said it's quite the opposite. I value my life so much, and I don't know where it's gone. Um, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I like really whatever it takes. Mm. Um, and that's you know that that's important. So like you know, back in it like. You know, he's he's just been with me through the rock bottom of all of this. And I and he's, you know, there would be times where I'm like, bro, I feel this. I feel that. I feel terrible. I don't know what to do. I'm not. I would say words like this. And he would he'd say, listen. When, like, he'd say, man, like, he would tell me to. And by the way, when we say man up, this applies to everyone. I'm not just saying, like, for men, man up. Even though we're talking a little bit more about men's mental health. Because I think all mental health is an important topic, but men's mental health statistically is at an all-time high. The rates of self-harm, suicide, etc. are at an all-time high for men. Men don't speak up. We we don't speak up. We're not very good at that. Because they're generally because men are just generally you know ignored when it comes to uh, how come? How come? Well, just just because uh, there's this how do I say? There's this picture that's been painted that. No matter no matter what we feel, okay, and and there is there may even be some truth to it. No matter what we feel, we have to. And look, yeah, we have to do. Do you know what I I get behind that? Like even yeah. though I've spoken about and I'm an advocate for everyone speak up. Yep. Yeah. I'm not. I want to make something very clear as well. I'm not an advocate for being weak. 
man, woman, other, I don't care. Don't be weak. You know? Weak is never good. Weak is never good. Be strong. There's no Because you are strong. Weak. There's like no me. virtue in being weak. Exactly. Be strong because you are strong. Because you're given life. So, but let, but let me preface this by saying that, you know, when 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 we say don't be weak, yeah. I think a lot of people may say like, oh, it's okay to be weak. Like, it's good to be weak at times. But I think what's being said here is the fact that you are saying it's okay to be weak means you are acknowledging the fact that you're you're you know, at the rock bottom you're in a you're in a dark like low place yeah. and the acknowledgement of that is the start of the strength that we are saying to be strong for you know yeah. like um you know it's not necessarily that the idea of being weak is a bad thing it's just like you need to have the strength to first acknowledge that the weakness is there and i think you know that's very good uh because at one point or another you're going to be weak you're gonna oh, feel weak at least. Yeah, you're gonna. Okay. Be. Enforcing this, enforcing that, this is all right, is very harmful. Okay, because life is not gonna slow down, and soften its blows, and it's not gonna punch you in the mouth less. Yeah. Okay. So it's a very harmful thing to enforce this idea onto someone. That it's it's a good thing and it's, it's absolutely fine to be weak. It's a, it's a harmful thing, if you ask me. Um, I'm sure many people many people are going to disagree, but um, I mean, I I don't see why anyone would like. I mean, the the thing that people disagree with. I mean, I would say normalize feeling weak. That's fine. You, you can you, feel. You weak. are all going to feel weak at all point gonna, or another. But we're all going to feel weak. But to stay weak. Stay weak, as in like, just just kind of. Uh, have this idea in your head that it's okay to stay in that state of weakness. There is no virtue in this. There is no virtue in this. You're going to get hit. You're going to get hit just the same. Life is going to hit you just the same. And it's only going to hurt you more. Because you don't have this callous in your mind. You don't have this kind of... This uh, this uh, rigidity in your in your mind. But to take those... Uh, to, to, to handle those times of adversity. Okay, but what I'm going to... What I'm going to butt in and say is... Because, you know, you've been like you, bro. You've been the most supportive brother. Yep. Sure. You know, some people, admittedly, may not like the way some of us go about things. It's fine. As in, like, some people may be like, "Hey, man, that sounds a little bit rough." That's fine. Life's tough. Life's, Life's tough. rough. Exactly. And I agree. The thing is, you know, like that's it's it's a kind of a hard truth. But you know, throughout the throughout this time, I drew the most strength. And I'm just saying this, you know, admittedly, I drew the most strength. Not when my brother would say, ah, uh, like, you're, um, no, man, it's, it's okay, just just whimper for a little bit. When he said, bro, you can freaking fight this. Bro, get it together, you're good. That's where I drew the most strength. Because it makes me think, no, I can fight this. It's not the end, even if it feels like it, you know? Man, if I didn't feel like I could fight it, I, would, I wouldn't give you that kind of tough love. Yeah, because um, really, I would, I would, I would change my my entire direction of um, method. Where do you think this came from? What came from? As in the stigma. The stigma. So, and it's it's many. It's actually like as back in you were talking. I know for a fact some people may listen and may feel like I know. Oh, I don't know. They don't like what they hear. It's fine. Maybe don't like what they hear. It's fine. It doesn't. I mean, it's that's, fine. That's it's fine. Really you know why it's fine? Because 
it's not going to change how tough it's gonna get. You're right. It's not gonna change. Doesn't matter how you you're you're honestly really like whether you like it or not. The the more softer you get, the more softer you make yourself. The more hurt you're gonna get. It's gonna it's gonna be a more painful experience to go to go through uh, to go through adversity. Because and it's everyone, gonna come. And everyone has the strength. A dark them. day is going to come. Yeah. Okay. And if you're just okay with being a weak person, it's going to be a much more painful experience. It's as simple as that. And it's going to be a lot harder to climb out. Okay. That's it. And this is going to happen whether people like it or not. The dark day is going to come. So what what do you say to... Life is not a, life is not a movie. It's not a fairy tale. It's not in your it's not in your head. What do you what do you so what do you say to people that maybe like in my position because I've told you like many times I'm like I don't feel like this is gonna end. Yep. And there are also people that feel like oh my god I some people may come and say like okay it's easy to say that. Yeah. But in those rock bottom moments, do you feel like you don't have the strength? You don't. It's sometimes, easier for sometimes it's you like, feel like yeah no it's it's that's the whole point that's what rock bottom is you don't feel like you're gonna get out yeah but sometimes it's yeah. enough to have just the will to survive the hot it may sound cliche but not giving up is enough to get you out giving up is when you're when you're finished mm. really giving up not trying anymore mm. is when you're finished you have to try it sounds so cliche but it's true. No, you have to try. Yeah, yeah. You have to try. Like, if you're trying, you're gonna get out at one point, okay. And it's most likely gonna be sooner than later. As long as you have that 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 would drive, and that drive doesn't have to come from a nice place. It can come from a very ugly place, from a very uh from a very disturbing place. But you have that will to survive. It's gonna be enough. Because mm. you're gonna get out. If you don't have that will to survive, uh, it's, it's not going to look good for you. Strength, I think, <clears throat> I think like what I'm taking from this is like strength comes in this case, first and foremost, from the value that you give to yourself, right? Like, Absolutely. you know, it comes from a place of, you know, it's okay that I'm feeling weak right now. It's okay that like I am you know, in this place. And I think I would say that it's very normal to, you know, acknowledge that that is the case. But having, I think, where the reason why mental health is, you know, such a prominent thing that we talk about is because a lot of people feel like they don't have the value to, you know, justify themselves giving what they need to give themselves to get out of that place. Yep. Um, as strength comes from just the very simple fact of, you know, I... I acknowledge that this is where I'm at, but I owe it to myself to, you know, get out of it, dig out of it, whatever you want to call it. The self-respect. The self-respect. And, and, and the thing is, that is so much easier said than done because, you know, there's, everyone's got their own scenarios, everyone's got their own experiences that have put them in the place that they are. And sometimes that's not a very nice picture to paint. Um, and, you know, saying that you know you've got to value yourself enough to get out is such is a yeah easier said than done to be honest and i think is this conversation is by no means like 
you know, diminishing anyone's experience, anyone's sort of like life situation to get to where they are because, you know, like sometimes just having value for yourself to get out of the situation that you're in can feel, feel so tough. I, I think like, you know, we're coming up to around 45 minutes. Um, but I wanted to mention this, um, I've spoken about it with Bishop before, but you know, some people see on, see on social media, they see this idea of like, you know, oh, men's mental health is a real, real issue. It's specifying like, you know, the idea that men's mental health is something that is yeah. you know, disregarded, ignored, or like not put as much of a focus on. Yeah. I think if you, if you want to get a picture to how serious this can be, there's a podcast I want you guys to listen to, whoever's listening, um, I've, you know, I, I was meant to mention this quite a few months ago, but I didn't. Um, so if you search up the Pivot podcast and you look at the episode with uh, Michael Beasley, Michael Beasley is a, an ex-NBA ex player. Um, and there's a bit in that where he expresses his struggles. And like, I'm very, I'm, I'm very aware of the fact that men's mental health is a thing that needs to be talked about. Like, I'm aware of that. When I heard this and heard that podcast, that, that episode, it gave me the chills like genuinely gave me the chills i've never felt the way that i felt after listening to that um and i won't say any more than that but like just if you're intrigued just listen to that episode uh and you'll know what part i'm talking about when he, when i get to it um and yeah i think that strength and this idea of weakness is so important to you know like truly understand you know what we mean when we're saying that um because mental health is a real issue yep. it's, it's a real issue and um you know that michael Beasley podcast is good if you can draw from this book whatever podcast you listen to or whatever friends you listen to like you know it's it's a real thing you know there's um you know i i admit you know i just didn't i i, I didn't think this would ever happen to me i didn't think at all I didn't question. I just lived. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. And it hit me like a truck. It hit me when I least expected it. it was, um, and, you know, it's 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 a battle. It always is. Um, all, all things are a battle in a way. But, you know, when, when you're kind of just fighting for your health, fighting for your sanity back, that's a different kind. And I, I don't... You know, like to, to, to the people listening, you know, to my friends listening, you know, if, um, you know, you're probably, probably going to think, oh, where, where did any of this come from? And maybe you can listen to anyone struggling and maybe the first question you'll ask, what happened? Where did it come from? Yeah. Maybe sometimes you don't exactly know the one thing that happened. Maybe sometimes that's fine. That's fine. But have the strength. I mean, I'm not saying have the strength. You do have the strength. That's what I want to say. To just beat whatever you're going through. Because it's not... You know, life's a mystery. But it's a gift. And even in... I've had moments... That I'm kind of getting upset on the podcast. I've had moments where I, I didn't even care. Like, I had moments where I was like, I don't think I have it... Have the value in myself... I thought I didn't, but what just kept me going is it's the people around me. There are people that care about you, you know, mm. like at least you're, 
you know, your, your family, your friends. Mm. And I just thought like, you know, that's, you know, if I can't, like, even if, even if I just found it hard to just fight for the sake of myself, at least do it for them, you know? And that's just, that's the one thing that's just, you know, I'm going to say is not going to defeat me because I know I just have people that I care about. They care about me and I want to make their lives better. People that need you to. Exactly. To people, yeah, exactly. And like, you know, this, I never, I, I, you know, when, you know, I, I really gave it some thought, you know, people that take their own lives, how painful must have it been? Must have it been? No. Mm. How how pain how much like I I nearly em I empathize a lot I'm like how painful must it, like was it of course and I don't I I mean I'm also I'm gonna bluntly just say you're selfish mm. I know it was painful but you're selfish yeah I bless your soul I wish you the best may God you know grant ease on you but you know there's there's people around you that value you enough right. There's always going to be someone, at least someone. Even if it's one person. And I just thought to myself, I thought, I'm like, that's, that's the reason why, like, you know, as previously mentioned, I'm, I'm the exact opposite. I'm fighting for my life. I'm, um, and I'm just, you know, I just, I just thought like, I just thought, oh, damn, going on a bit of a tangent. I just thought like, if I can't do it for myself, you have people around you. You always do. Even if it's one friend, even if it's your parent, yeah. it doesn't matter. Even if it's your cat. Even if it's your pet. Exactly. <laughs> even if it's your cat. Mm. So, I mean, no, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Man. That's it. No, I, I just really just wanted to just stress that, put that out there. If you, if you have a, I know we're talking about, you know, I mean, the topic is basically men's mental health, right? But like, we're basically emphasizing on this. I'm, I'm speaking for myself here, but I can probably speak for the other boys that uh we are men so we only know what it's like to be a man <laughs> and no matter even if we studied <laughs> women's psychology our whole life we don't know what it's like to be a woman so you know that's why we're like we can really talk about this uh with, with a sense of freedom yeah. yeah so i just wanted to also put the message out there you know if you if you have someone um you know a male figure in your life that you admire that you love and care for father brother friend cousin whatever doesn't matter just uh just tell them that you need them for whatever, even if you need them to, to drive you, drive you to the to the supermarket. Just tell them that you need them. Uh, Be make it clear that you need them. That's more than it'll. Yeah, yeah, it's more than it'll do so much yeah. good because, like you know, because a lot of the time there's, it's just a it's just a cycle. It's just a, a a steep path of silent desperation in their heads. They're just desperate for salvation. Sometimes they don't have that. So just be, be uh, you'll do a lot more uh, good than harm. I promise you. No matter what, it's, it's all, there's only going to be good that comes out of it if you just let them know that you need them and that you require their help and their services. Yeah. Okay, but make it in a way that um, don't just do it in a way that's like how do I say, without genuineness. Make it in a way that is like you only need that person. And no one else can do the job. Mm. Yeah. So make it. Yeah. Keep, make sure that context is there. Yeah. And and you you you're gonna do a lot for them. Yeah. I promise. I mean, let let both of those like points be a message to whoever's listening. Like you know, 
if you feel like you're going through like a rough patch, a rock bottom, whatever you want to call your situation, if it's not entirely positive, um, reach out because you, you know, I know you don't, you may not feel like it, but you probably mean something to someone, right? Whether, and whether it's reaching out to that person or those people that are there for you, um, or even if it's just like speaking out in general, right? Like, like I'll, I'll just, I'll put an open invitation here, like reach out to us. Message us on Instagram. Absolutely. Right. Well, you're not, you're not alone. Like, no, not, no, you know, you're never alone. Never. Never. Um, and you know, like the stories that have been shared today have, you know, come from a place of strength, but you know, if sometimes you feel like you can't express cause you can't, you know, make sense of it in your head and like, doesn't have to, you don't have to like, but you know, back on what you said about just letting people know that you appreciate them. You yeah, them, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Very important. It, it just you know shares this message of you know, I am valued and I have value. Yeah, yeah. About that point of self value, but you probably um, won't even think of it at the time. But it, it's it's gonna be implanted in your subconscious. Just it's gonna it's gonna tell you that you you need you need to get up and get out of this pit that you're in, mm. even if it's for a moment, just for a moment. Mm. Okay, and that's more than enough. Mm. Sometimes that's more than enough. I promise. Mm. And if you're if you're someone that's you know just struggling, uh, when it comes if you if you're just sick, and if you're in rock if you're in a place of rock bottom, do not sit on your ass, get up, uh, even if you even if you have to make breakfast, even if you just got to go for a walk, uh, do like you probably may think that it's a bit inconvenient and uncomfortable for you to do those things or like even if it's just make your bed tidy up the room a little bit uh i promise you only good will come out of you doing what you don't feel like doing only good will come out of it and the only way you're going to see that is if you do it so just want and want to lay that on the table and that's strength that's real strength find comfort but you're strong enough Yep, you're always strong enough. You're strong enough. Like you can do it. You can tidy your bed. You can do it. You can do it. Mm -hmm. You know. I, I, and now when when you start you know, when you start developing that kind of discipline again, start doing really tough things, and then you get and then you, before you know it, before you even understand where you've came, you're gonna be stronger than you've ever been when you start getting back to school, getting back to work, getting to the gym, going on your, uh, getting back on your diet, whatever it is what your daily regimen was before you're going to be even you can do that but at an even stronger pace and you won't even realize it until you know until someone probably tells you that's that's very helpful yeah, <laughs> yeah yep. that's very helpful yep. the message is loud and clear for anyone who's listening um babaka thank you so much of course all thanks for helping my pleasure um my twin brother ladies and gentlemen yeah proud but with that we um, hope you guys take care, both of you, and uh, whoever's listening, hope you, hope you take care too. In a bit.